Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 47 of Confessions of a Market Maker. I'm your co-host, Ray, a.k.a. All Day Ray, a.k.a. Rasta Ray. And I'm joined here by my exquisite co-host, former market maker of 20 years and current day retail trader. I'm talking about a man who's lived a lot of life and has more stories than Forrest Gump. I am talking about the Sri Lankan Ricky Rose, the house street flipper with over 200 deals under his belt. Of course, I'm talking about JJ. How's it going, brother? Airy, man. Airy, airy, airy. You're going to have to translate. Was that a... Well, that's, uh, that's, well, you said, you know, you're a Rasta, so everything's airy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm not that Rasta then. <laughs> I mean, oh, you have to uh, you have to go to the MIAO for that, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's nice. It's nice to get back to doing a pod. You know, just between us two. You know, we've had a string of uh, you know really good guests on. It's been a lot of fun. Been a lot of fun. Definitely, definitely. I've got to give a, a you know a thanks to our producer Steve because this guy's like the energizer bunny when it comes to uh, you know uh, uh-huh. working with us. He never stops working. It's just. You know, you could like power a city with the energy this man has. It's amazing. Thank you. It, it is. Yes, yes. We appreciate all the hard work he does behind the scenes. Shout out to Steven. That's at Beyond the Trades. I'm on Twitter and the website too. Great interviews on there. So so today's podcast, at the request of some listeners, uh, we're going to be talking about my first year of trading, you know, what I've learned, how the progress has been coming along, what I'm doing well, what needs improvement, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Jay, what it's, it's been just over a year since you took me under your wing and since we started this podcast as well. You just know, under a year. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, yeah. It, actually, I've learned so much from the people I teach, like yourself, um, on how to teach better and more efficiently. Um, so that's really cool. That, that's That's been one of the really cool things about this year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, I guess, Jay, you know, before you begin the questions uh, that you've prepared for me, do do you want to give the listeners your general overview of my trading after a year? Well, I have been sort of helping people learn how to trade for about six years now, six, seven years. And it started out very in a difficult way because they'd ask me what I thought of things. And I came from the institutional side. So I had a lot to learn about retail trading. Um, and I really struggled my way through it and went through all these resources and I found, you know, I thought I'd try once I actually learned how to do this, how to try and synthesize this in a way that people can uh, understand and start seeing some kind of results. Not trading is really tough and it, you know, you're not going to go from, you know, six months to Paul Tudor Jones, but it's um, fascinating. I've seen, and I think it's because of your background uh, playing poker that you actually understand risk uh, and managing your, you know, the amount of money that you have, um, which is your capital and which is your, those are your bullets for the day. Uh, and that I think has really kept you because, you know, m- you, you hear about this people blowing up their accounts all of that sort of thing. The other thing is you didn't have any bad habits. Uh, when it, 
when you come into trading uh, retail, a lot of people who have traded this style or that style, or even myself as a ex institutional guy, you got a lot of bad habits. You got to get rid of to, to be a successful retail trader and you didn't have those. So that was really cool. So your time frame in which you started learning and grasping stuff was accelerated. Um, it, it was quite fascinating. Yeah, and you know, now I understand why people uh, who run firms would rather have people with no experience because they don't have any bad habits. Right, right. And I, and I guess that that was fortunate um, for me. You know, I was talking to Mac, you know, Mac in our room, yeah. our trading room, and shout out to Mac. You know, we were just talking about market dynamics today. And, you know, he was just talking about how he's had to adjust and how things are a little bit different than how it used to be, you know, in a certain time period. You know, and I was just thinking to myself, like, I don't have, I, I, this is all I know right now, you know, and yeah. so I, I don't know no different. Um, but that's the cool thing. Yeah. Because the market will change and you will have to learn how to adapt to the price action. Right. And it's almost like another chapter in the book. Um, and you'll remember different markets and, oh, you know, I remember this market had traded this way. You know, it was very weird. And it took me like, I remember when we started going to more algo execution, I had a hell of a time because that fluidity was gone. It was choppy. Mm -hmm. um, and I had to figure out what was going on. So I think that's really cool that you, that like, this is like the first chapter of your book. Yeah. Right. right. It's uh, of your journey. It's pretty cool. You right, know. right, right. And I got to gotta give a shout out to you, um, you know, for your guidance as well and, and looking at the market through the lens of what's the motivation of the participants. And I think that is such a huge game changer, which a lot of people don't look at it or, you know, people that we talk to who come into our room. And I, I think looking at it from that way, and even from me transitioning to trading futures to equities, it's all, all the things you taught me are still applicable. And, and you see it too. I mean, we analyze these, these stocks together, you know? Exactly. Um, you know? And, and that's really cool how you've transitioned um, to, to, from trading one product to trading a different um, set of agenda and order flow every day with different stocks. Um, I always, I always give, I, I think, people who can day trade a different, uh, you know, a couple of different symbols every day. Uh, it's, I find that difficult. Um, I can manipulate 20 symbols a day, <laughs> but I, I can't day trade them because I'm not controlling the order flow. And so it's very interesting to watch how you guys do that and how Steve and you guys have well, not simplified it, but you've distilled it down to where people can actually, understand the process of taking the trade and the risk and uh, those scans that you use, you know, the trades that they spit out, they're just like right across home plate. Like they're nice, fat, slow pitches, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's really cool. It's really cool to watch how um, the interaction between AI and then the actual using that information to actually, you know, generate alpha, which is pretty cool. It is. It is. Yeah. Just, yeah putting it all together. It's great. And so just a reminder to the listeners that if you guys want to learn market auction theory, market profile, trade futures, trade equities, you can join JJ and I at the lovely trading community at microefutures.com. All right, JJ, you got some questions? All right, here let's, we go. Let's do it. Can you explain your journey from learning market profile to now backtesting and coding your own scans for equities trading? And how did you prepare for this? Any similarities? Hmm. 
I guess the trans, I, you know, I think the transition was relatively smooth. I mean, I think smooth from like, you know, what I just mentioned yeah. that the, the same principles you taught me, uh, especially like market auction theory, it, it applies, it, it transfers over beautifully. It's, it's uh, everything you taught me is applicable mm-hmm. as far as using the scans and things of that nature, back testing, I think comes a little bit more from my poker background. Because I, in essence, I essentially back tested poker hands, poker scenarios, and that's what I used that's, to do. And that's fascinating. I didn't even know that was possible. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that's partly why I transitioned to to trading because poker is getting too damn tough. Everyone's doing that. So if you got all the best players who are doing that, and we're learning how to play each situation in an almost optimal way, it, it gets tough. You know, like oh, yeah. not much money to be made. But so essentially I was back testing different poker scenarios. So when I would come to the table, JJ, I could just execute. I wouldn't have to think, you know what I'm saying? That's really cool because my exposure to poker was in the 1980s where poker was conducted in the back room of restaurants at 3 a.m. And it's all gangsters. So now I see how scientific you guys have gotten over this. It's, It's really quite fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Think about those guys. And then who we had on the podcast, Ryan Fee. It's a huge, you yeah. know, this guy's like, smart beyond belief, you know? Yeah. And he's not even carrying a gun. You know, yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. like, this is poker. I'm like, okay. All right. You guys, you guys, you know, gave it a little spit and polish here and modernized it, you know? Right. Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, as far as, you know, like the back testing and, and having the scans, I think what it, it does, it helps with JJ is, is just that executing, you know, because, because to put a trade on Jay, we're thinking you have to think a lot of things through your head that mm-hmm. are going like, and you, and you have yeah. to make a timely decision. And so just not having to, just having to execute, not think, I think is a big advantage because like ex- learning how to execute well is just a whole nother game in itself. And so yes, it, it helps. It definitely. helps with that. Definitely. And I, I just want to say for all the old folks listening uh, who hate AI, uh, don't, because uh, I I didn't. I've always loved software and stuff like that. But there's a lot of guys my age who are like, uh, you know, the algos. They're just like so against it. And God love them. But some of the scan, like the 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 scans that come out of this software. Um, and then I'll take the scan and, you know, they give me the symbol and I'll look at it structurally using the profile and looking at the market structure. And it's freaky how the scan actually takes into effect uh, market structure mm-hmm. and how some of those EMAs can tell whether their size is breaking it or not. So, you know, where the sell, you know, there's a big seller get out. Um, it's really, really cool. It's, it's something that uh, I think that's one thing in trading to be open-minded to stuff like that. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, uh, and Ray's really like done amazing things with these things. So uh, that's, yeah, really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I like, and, and, you know, just before we, we move to the next, I, you know, I like how, you know, I, I think on the surface, a lot of people could like look at how me and you trade and we're, we're, we're you know, we're trading different products where, or different markets, we're going about a different way, but we're really not, you know, like the, the, with the collaboration and the, what yeah. we're trying to achieve and what we're trying to look at, we're just trying to find out what are the participants, what's the motivation of the participants. And a lot of times it aligns up, right? Like when we, when mm-hmm. we analyze these things and you pull it up on the profile, oh, we're, like, yeah. we're best and okay. essentially seeing the yeah. same thing. Yeah, it's like, Oh, here, they're taking it up here. Now they're paying for their Bentley. Now they're, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> Right. Uh, do you recommend that new traders follow this path 
and uh, why, if so? No, I, I think every trader has to follow their own path. I, I followed this path because this is what spoke to me. Yeah, I think that, you know? that's very true. Yeah, you know, everyone's got to follow their own path. And, and I don't I don't like people who and I think this really goes for anything, Jay's not even just trading, right? You have to make a determination of what's good for you, what's not good for you. And yeah. as a trader, that's what you have to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's so amazing. I, retail trading is really cool. It's almost like a it's almost like an artistic thing because everyone looks at something differently. They interpret something differently. Uh, they chart things differently. Different things mean different things to them. And it's fascinating to see all of that because I, when you come from my side of things, things are, you know, pretty simple. Um, you know, take the stock mm -hmm. up, sell the stock, go home. Um, you know, but this is, it's really fascinating to see how people have completely different trading styles. And yeah, that's cool. That's a great answer. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Well, what else do we have here? What was the biggest adjustment you had to make from trading ES to um, using profile to trading equities? Hmm. Biggest adjustment? Well, I, I guess the biggest adjustment is, and like you say, and I, and I know you, you'll get what I'm saying, like trading ES, you're just trading one market. Yeah. You, you can kind of, I guess, get with the, the, the agenda. Mm -hmm. of what's going on. You're more in the flow of it. Whereas, you know, I'm trading different tickers every day. Maybe sometimes, you know, I, I come across the same ones, but they're, they're all going to have different agendas, um, these the stocks. So I guess that might make it a little bit difficult, but what we do is we trade the strategies. We don't trade tickers. So cool. I guess uh, that's the answer. Also, why did you choose stocks over futures? The, uh, you know, the variety, yeah. I I, th I think I, I definitely like the variety because because as you know sometimes the ES can be a snoozer you know <laughs> certain days and yeah. and you know me like I'm I'm a little mm. bit more aggressive by nature and I know it's driving yeah. you nuts at times you're like I'm like Jay where's the trade Jay where's the trade like, <laughs> no I'm nuts there's no fucking trade <laughs> you're like, just, just chill out and I'm like no man come on there's got to be a way to make money here and shouldn't you be at shouldn't you be at Wendy's <laughs> yeah so so you know me I I I, I I make a lot of trades in a day, but I'm a very quick trader. I guess, I don't know if you'd call it scalping or not, but I like to be in the action. And it probably just stems from poker, Jay. I would, I would play yeah. four or five tables of poker at a time, always boom, 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 boom. So, you know, that's kind of how equities trading is. And then also just the, the appeal to the back testing, because like I mentioned before, I'm familiar somewhat, you know, it's a little different from, you know, back testing. Uh, stocks and trading from poker, but you know that was a little familiar to me, and that appealed to me. That's cool. Can you explain what coding and back backtesting scans entails? Uh, what's it entail? Yeah. I mean, shit. shit I mean, <laughs> I guess. So. <laughs> I, I mean, All right, time to put on your computer science hat now. Yeah, no, no, and I'm not like a computer science guy. I'm not, like, I I don't code it actually myself, right? Like. Trade Ideas provides the parameters, and it's not like uh, it's like a magical thing either. I, I don't just backtest something; it works because it might work for some time, but then markets change and it's not working. Uh, you have to adjust. But Trade Ideas provides the software with parameters that you can backtest with, and it's a lot of trial and error. You 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 plug in certain parameters, 
it's, it's in its 10 day range. You could put Fibonacci, EMAs, et cetera, you know, and, and you're essentially yeah. like, like a scientist, Jay, you're, you're trying to figure out what's, what's the, the right formula here, what's working under yeah, these circumstances cool. and these okay. market conditions. It's, it's, it's a very interesting approach um, that, you know, I find that stuff fascinating. Yeah. And, and I say this, there's people, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm someone to look up to when it comes to like back testing and coding. There's people that are far better than me. Um, but I have a general idea, you know? Yeah. Those guys speak a different language. They're like, yeah. the, da they're like the Da Vinci's of the modern age. These guys who code and build software, it's pretty amazing what they've done. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, let me see here. Oh yeah. Uh, you were recently bedridden with COVID for two weeks. How are you doing today? And how has that affected your trading? I think it's made it better. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, I think, I think it just, I think what it reinforced for me uh, was coming back with a fresh mind, you know, like, I mean, it wasn't like a vacation by no means, <laughs> but I was away from the market for 10 days. Or like however long. I got my bypass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, this is like a, hey, they bring you food. You don't, you know, this is great. It's like a resort. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I was, I was doing good before, you know, I got COVID. But when I came back, I, I went, you know, maybe it was partly luck. I'm sure it was. You know, like everything I was picking was just like fucking running, you know, yeah. part, part luck. But, you know, I, I came back with a fresh mind and you know, you kill it. And sometimes that's what, that's what's needed. I mean, especially if you're in a rut, uh, I think yeah, just, just taking care of yourself, you know, not always just being consumed with trading, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can, you can easily get consumed with this and I don't think it's good for, I, I've noticed you're calmer in your, when you're trading. Yeah, well, I mean, shout out to <laughs> shout out to Kim, you know, the our last podcast guest. I mean, she's she's helped me uh, tremendously, you know. But um, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say, uh, kind of segue into the next question here. Uh, you're working with a trading coach, yeah. If so, can you share, or is that more private? Can you share the benefits? Uh, yeah, I could share. Yeah, no, definitely, I'll definitely openly talk about it. I, yeah, I mean, it's been phenomenal. Uh, like I said, shout out to her, and if you guys haven't listened to it um go listen to it you know and i'm i never like promoting or like you know pumping our podcast but that was a phenomenal episode in my opinion i know you felt it too jay like when we were talking to her in the moment like the energy was just she crazy yeah. she's just you know the thing about her uh there are some people that just when you're around them their their energy just like lifts you and she's got the the perfect combination of hawaii and new york yeah, right. It's right. like it's yeah. it's yeah, she's you know, she's got the edge of New York and she's got the uh she's got the aloha coming in and it was really cool. I really enjoyed that. I, I was like where I, I didn't even know who it was when you brought you're like, I got a guest. I'm like, okay, let's go with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh you know, I was like, Yeah, I, I was like, Where did you find her? You know, it's yeah. like, damn, you know. Yeah, that was, yeah, I was really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so I yeah, no, very fortunate um, to like you know cross paths with her. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, like I we were talking about on that podcast, me and her don't ever even talk about my trading directly. Yeah, we talk more about, I mean, really, just what's on my mind, what what I want to talk to her about, and she's helped me just with personal growth 
tremendously and this has translated to my trading like this yes. week hasn't been the best week of trading for me but i've been uh calm serene i know it's like okay like today was good today was good for me the past two days weren't great um but yeah she she just helped me grow as an individual and then it translates into trading like I, and i've always thought that like the if if i can be a calmer person i'm not going to tilt when i'm trading or that's I can help true. prevent it. I can be aware of it, et cetera. So yeah, that's true. That that's really cool. It's just uh, yeah, and trade that whole retail trading thing. It it just unlocks all this stuff about your psyche that you never knew. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish I wish I would have worked with her when I was playing poker, like yeah. way back, and that would help me, you know, tenfold. Oh yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, you know, how do you? How do you think, I mean, what do you think about working in a community like we've, we've built at, at the micro features and the equities, uh, ETC, can you, you know, you know, try and explain the benefits without promoting the rooms, like just the yeah. benefits of having a decent community. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if we didn't have our room, I would definitely be part of a room. I think one, I mean, I guess trading could be lonely for sure. I mean, why would you want to just trade by yourself on the computer and not have people to talk to that? I don't get, you know, I definitely enjoy just the banter. Like we have a lot of fun in our room. We, we bust balls all yeah. the time. I love that, but not just that it, ideas to bounce off of each other during the day. I get to see what you're seeing. I get what mm -hmm. other people are seeing. And it's, it's not, it's not like I always follow, but it's good to get no. an idea of what people are thinking. Yeah. And perspective. It's also true. What I really think is cool is when I'm teaching, the people I'm teaching every once in a while will go, hey, what about this? And I'm like, oh, I missed that. You know? Yeah. And uh, I really right. like that because it shows that they're learning at an accelerated rate when they're pointing out stuff that I might have missed. Um, you know, because you always miss something. There's so many details in these market profile charts. Uh, I find that really cool. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, working on a trade desk, it was a very social environment. Right. So that it's, it's nice having that. Uh, oh yeah, it's great. You know, I mean, this, this could be so lonely. Like, and this is the one aspect I enjoy a lot more than poker is like, this is, it's almost like a team environment. Like we're like, we're rooting each other on like in the trades or it's like, Oh, maybe we took the same trade together. It's, it's a, it's more of a team environment. You know, I grew up playing sports. I, I love that. I love the camaraderie. Whereas poker is just, just you. It's a solo mm -hmm a real solo endeavor, you know, it can be lonely for sure. So yeah, I, if you're not part of a community, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know why you want, you would want to trade alone. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I, I never really thought about that until I started doing it and I'm like, wow, this is kind of like, you know, and, and I think if I had been around more people, I would have maybe learned a little quicker too. Mm -hmm. uh, because I find some of like the, there's some people in that bit of in our room for like six weeks now and they're like, I don't know. They're like learning at an accelerated rate, like those velociraptors of the second generation or something. They're like, Whoa, <laughs> you know, it's, it's <laughs> like some of the stuff, like, you know, six weeks ago, they didn't know what it was. And, and, but they put in the work, they're replaying charts at night and they're watching price action and they're, you know, uh, they're just, they want it really bad. It's, it's really cool to see. Yeah. You know, yeah. And you, and you get, you get access. I mean, get access to people like yourself been in the game 20 plus years, probably long yeah longer 
longer than that. Yeah. We, we got a guy like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we got a guy like Chris Hanks, who this guy retired at 30 years old. He's going to be on the podcast yeah. next week. He's, he's a lot of fun, but really sharp guy. Retired yes. at 30. We have RX. We got a prop guy. Um, so, you know, like, like being part of communities, you, you, especially if you're new, I mean, having access to someone that with that much experience, you can't replace experience. Like you got to put in the time to get that. So you might as well learn from others. So you don't have to go through that pain yourself. The the one cool thing and and we'll, you know, because there's otherwise it's going to sound like a promotional video, but the one cool thing I like about our room is that we'll have a guy who trades five, 10,000 contracts. And he'll sit and and chat with a guy who's brand new, who's a one contract micro trader. Yeah. And uh, that's really cool. And I love that vibe. Yeah. So um, moving on. So we don't. Uh, yeah. So now we're pumping. <laughs> Pump of the room. I feel like I'm a, I feel like I'm running a penny stock uh, radio show. <laughs> and now folks get on the bid. Uh, let's see. Um, you have any advice to a new trader who is struggling like you did in your early months of learning how to trade that is jesus that's probably the hardest day eh? those first mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure I, I think luckily my risk management was good jay right like i yeah. i didn't even lose that much money when like the first few months i started it was more of the frustration for me yeah now for others i can imagine i, I know a lot of people lose a lot of money off the yeah. get-go I guess is you have to, I guess my advice for new people is because like you're going to experience pain, whether it's money, whether it's frustration, whatever type of demons that you have to deal with, you have to determine whether you're willing, if you want it that bad, if you really want to succeed in trading that bad, because you're going to have to go through some pain and it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to suck. You're, you know, and it's different for everybody, how they express themselves through frustration, pain, et cetera. You have to determine whether you're willing to go through that. And because you're going to, you're going to have to, and the only way to get to be successful is through experience is through going through these things and just screen time, watching the market every single day or as much as you can. And then you'll eventually get it. But a lot of times I feel like with these things, Jay, whether it's trading, I mean, it could be anything in life is people quit before they give themselves a chance to succeed. And yeah, it's right. Right. When you're at that, yeah, that, moment then people quit you know and if you just keep pushing past it a little bit yeah you know yeah and if you you know you stick to the process if you if you're following people who know what they're doing yeah uh, you just, you just got to trust the process mm-hmm. and yeah and, and then you, you got to have the desire you, you got to have the desire for it and the passion oh, that's 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 very true it's uh yeah, I think the way it messes with your head at first, um, you know, especially if you're not, you know, if you're not profitable and, you know, not many people are. Some people are profitable off the get-go and then they crash, And but I wasn't at all. And mm-hmm. uh, and it really messes you. I'm like, man, I did this in this market. I took this stock to this. I did this. I squeezed this. I, I can't mm-hmm. trade one lousy e-mini contract. Oh, my God, it messes with your head. Yeah. So it, yeah, I could like that. And for people who um, are just starting out, I think, um, you know, that is one thing that, uh, you know, I'm glad that you brought, you know, that you, you said that because just, you know, just right where it, you're at that point where it's going to crack then push a little bit harder. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause, cause we, Jay, you know, we've come across people who, 
they're like, oh, like what's going on? And they've been trading for They like, I can't win and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, how long you been trading for? Oh, a month and a half. Yeah. Well, no <laughs> shit. No, no shit. You know? <laughs> you know, give it some time. Yeah. Size down. Don't trade yeah. a lot. Sim trade, you know, yeah. or, or whatever, whatever yeah. you got to do to not yeah. like kill yourself financially. Right. Yeah, because we're all about capital preservation. You need that. Yeah. And, you know, you got you got to give it time and yeah. you got to have the passion for it. Well, that's what I tell a lot of the young guys like that are early 20s. I'm like, you've got like 30 years of trading ahead of you. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, don't worry about it. It's going to happen. Right. Right. You know? All righty. Well, uh, let's see here. Oh gosh. And of course, you know, if the one question from the peanut galleries, you know, can you give your uh, opinion on trading low float penny stock junk? <laughs> Gee, I wonder, that's kind of a loaded question. Right? Gee, I wonder what the answer is. Going to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on like how low, you know, cause I'll, I'll trade. I mean, you've seen some of the stuff I trade. Yeah. Some, some of them are low floats, yeah. you know, I, I, like I've dubbed myself the low float goat, you know, and it's halfway yeah. joking, you know, but no, so some of these are, you know, some of these really low manipulated ones, ones that you've like, you would have dealt with in the past, <laughs> you know, yes. you, you're, you're gambling. I mean, yeah. slot machine trades is what I call them, you know, it's, the, the price action. So whippy. I, I don't know how you see an edge. Maybe some people can do it. Good for them. Yeah, um, I, mean, I, I rather have something I can react to have enough time to react to, you know, and the nice thing about what I what I've seen in in the the scans that you guys are coming up with is the price action is actually kind of luxurious. Yeah, like it's not jumping all over the place. It's not like you're you know you're drinking a bottle of Pepto Bismol because it's stressful. You know, it's like and if you get stopped out, you get stopped out. That's it. You know, then the next trade's coming. You know, and it's uh, mm -hmm. that that seems like a a way. Uh, more healthy way to trade for sure yeah well you know obviously we 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 coded it that way so it, it kind of eliminates some of the crazy price action low floats that a lot of people get enamored yeah. by because they're like oh my god I, this was up 200 percent today i could look, look what i missed no you didn't miss shit you would have like that's so hard to catch like it, you know what i mean and this is this is what screws people up jay right is because they hit one of these they're like, yeah. oh yeah, like, uh, and they yeah. keep chasing. It's like, it's like a fucking drug, man. Like oh, they're just yeah. chasing the high, and which, which it is. And like yeah. Kim talks about this, people can like be trading for the wrong reasons. Like you can get like addicted to it. Like like winning money oh, is fucking yeah. addictive. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it, yeah. it can it can really fuck people up, man. It really can. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's. I like, uh, yeah, I like to trade things where I see an edge, or you know, I just these really low, low floats are, you know, I try and stay away. I try and stay away. The, um, it's, it, this is going to be a very interesting time for you coming up. Um, as this election comes, uh, around the corner and mm -hmm. month end and year end and things like that. Um, you're really trading in historic times. Um, you know, yeah. I haven't seen markets, um, trade like this um, in my career. Um, it's very, very interesting to see, you know, the level of concentration of ownership of things. Uh, it's, um, 
it'll be cool to see how, you know, you adapt uh, when things change and, you know, the volatility and all, and all of that. I, I still remember when we were trading in March and it was going crazy. And I didn't, I didn't have it figured out the first week. Definitely. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Mm -hmm. You know, the yeah. way the thing, the price action was. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and now you're a completely different trader the way you've matured. You'll be like, oh, it's, this is just nuts. I'm just going to sit and wait until it calms down. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, you know, I'm not trying, I'm not putting my foot in this water. Are you nuts? <laughs> it's right. full of piranhas. Right. You know, it's, uh, it, so things like that, it's really cool watching, uh, you and, and, and some of the guys too, uh, how they've progressed very, very quickly. Uh, because I, I meet a lot of retail traders who still, you know, after five or 10 years, they're getting, you know, the jumping and following price mm -hmm. or things like that. So it's, it's really cool to see how you've uh, adapted. Yeah, yeah. It's experience, experience too, Jay. Yeah. I, I think that's yeah. just the main factor. You know, I mean, we, yeah. March was, you know, I don't know how many months ago, six, seven, eight months, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I didn't know no better. Yeah, I, I just I just didn't know no better. So the, and that, and that goes back to the point before is that you have to you got to get in that experience. You got to get in the arena. You got to get beat up, and that's just part of the process. And don't don't get like discouraged and like beat yourself up because that's another thing, right, Jay? People want to like yeah. beat themselves up so much. Oh yeah, it's like no, it's part of the process. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It, lick your wounds, come back. Be smart about it. And, and that's the thing. On when when we were trained on the other side. We were told that we didn't know anything and our opinion was worthless. So <laughs> you, they started you out there and then they build you up, right? They, they completely rip you down and then you start proving yourself and then they build you up. So you don't have that in retail trading. So it's a real huge damage to your ego. Um, how did you, how did it feel going from, and this is, you know, following through, how did you go from, you know, being a winning professional poker player to a new trader who, um, you know, only had a couple of months of learning and then not making any money. Uh, can you give people advice on, um, you know, when you're just starting out trading, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not going to pay your bills. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I, I thought about it plenty of times, like, man, fuck this. Like I'm going to go back to poker. I, yeah. I thought about it plenty. And, you know, during the beginning I was still playing poker though, yeah. you know, cause I had to make money. But yeah, I mean, it was tough, I, you know, but I kept in my mind, I, I knew because learning poker and attempting to master poker, get proficient at poker to where I could support myself, I knew what the trajectory looked like. Mm -hmm. I knew the pain that was involved. So yep. learning trading while it was frustrating, while it was painful at times, I, I knew what this path was going to look like and what it was going to entail. And so I just, yeah. I just kept that in mind. I'm like, okay, let's just keep trucking forward. Let's keep trucking forward. Yeah. I'm a good hands with Jay. Like yeah. we're just, you know, I'll get it eventually. And you yeah, know, that, you, you gotta, you gotta have some faith. That is uh that, that totally makes sense because it's, you know, it's not your first barbecue, right? So mm -hmm. at least, you know, the process is not going to be, um, you know, like, like the storybooks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. So how is, uh, you know, go into lifestyle here a little bit. How do you, uh, you know, being down in South Florida, uh -huh. um, you know, what, how do you keep your lifestyle in balance? 
doing all this, managing rooms, podcasts, and also being a single dad. Yeah. I'm a huge believer in balance for sure. Um, I like to think, you know, why, you know, you know, in the room, especially like in the room, I come off as like real, um, yeah. uh, you know, f- f- uh, joke around a lot, real loose, yeah. but I, I really like, uh, am disciplined in my life. Like I really structure my life. Um, you know, like wake up in the morning at a certain time, have a routine, get ready for the market, et cetera. Cause I mean, I really believe in all this balance as soon as the trading day, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much in front of the screen the whole time during the trading day. Mm-hmm. Then right after, you know, I go to the gym, um, you know, I've been working out for a while. I believe in, you know, I believe in the benefits of working out that helps, you know, I'm instead of the, uh, the screen all day, I got to get up, I got to move. You know, I know a few people at the gym, you know, you know with some trouble yeah. I get into at the gym, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> get into some yeah. Tr- trouble at the gym, you know, but that's all part of like my balance and, and recharging. I mean, I'm so focused during the day looking for trades like all the time and probably sometimes too much. I, I probably need to step away from the screen sometimes, honestly, go take a walk around the neighborhood or something because mm-hmm. um, I can notice like sometimes I'm getting just like sucked in and like, I don't know if my brain is as fresh as it should be. But anyway, but that's why I like to have fun though, too, because, you know, like, okay, let me go to the gym. Let me work out. Let me like dick around a little bit, you know, talk with people, talk with girls, whatever, Um, (laughs) you know, yeah, go out on the weekends, you know, have fun. I mean, I'm in South Florida, you know, like take advantage of it, go out on the weekends, have fun. You know, I got a son. So that's, that's a lot of fun too. That grounds me, you know, I got to be there for him. Yeah, he's, um, he's quite a character. He's a cool kid. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah. So, I take trading really serious, but I also have, like, time to myself with my kid, reading, whatever it is, working out to, you know, recharge myself. Because if, you, if you're just trading, if you're just markets 100% of the time, I don't think you're going to, your mind is going to be clear and you're not going to be performing at your optimal. It's true. It's true. I uh, my girlfriend has put me on this health regimen and in like three weeks, I, I feel completely different. Mm-hmm. Like my energy level is just off the chain, you know? So yeah, it's, uh, it's really good too. It'd be nice if I lived somewhere like South Florida, I could go walking. Don't freeze every morning, but oh, well, you're going to you have know. to be bundling up soon, huh? It's getting cold. Oh up there. yeah. It's getting, yeah, it's, it's going to snow in a couple of weeks and, then it'll be misery, oh, but um, that's okay. Oh, <laughs> Hopefully, it's my last winter here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got his uh, got your sights on uh, somewhere else, huh? <laughs> definitely, definitely. Very yeah. good. Looking, uh, looking across the pond. Very, yeah. very much so. Yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> well, I think that that wraps up all our our questions. Do we have any questions from the room? I don't think. No, um, I don't. We should. We no. should have. We probably should have got some questions from the room. Probably we've got yeah. some funny ones, but yeah, I guess, you know, I guess I wrap it up, you know, Jay, I just want to, uh, you know, I want to thank you, man, like for bringing me into this, you know, like I was saying earlier, it was, you know, a little, you know, I had some doubts, I guess at the beginning, yeah. uh, but I knew what the path was going to look like, but you know, it's, I'm really happy. I came into this. I have a lot of fun trading. I have a lot of fun doing this podcast, a lot of fun in the room. So, you know, I, I thank you and I wouldn't have, you know, got to this point without you. Oh man, it's great. It's, it's, it's amazing watching how, how you've, uh, you know, progressed and, uh, this is really cool. And we've, you know, we've become good friends and it's, uh, one thing I got to say about Ray, he's kept me from becoming a grouchy old man, which I, I have to really thank him for that. 
and um so that's that's you know that's <laughs> i really appreciate that he keeps me uh he's kept me on an even keel until i got a girlfriend so hey, there we um, go now that's yeah, her job you now's her job losing my mind <laughs> living in the frozen tundra yeah. so yeah it's uh you know it's it's been it's been a ride man and we got lots of uh lots of you know lots of years left so oh yeah it's, Absolutely. It's gonna be. It's this. This whole next month, it's gonna be a trip. It's gonna be one for the history books in the next little while here. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll enjoy the ride. We're gonna enjoy definitely. The ride. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that concludes today's episode of Confessions of a Market Maker. If you guys enjoyed the show, please rate and review it for us. If you guys want to learn market auction theory, market profile, trade futures, trade equities, trade options. Join JJ and I at microefutures.com. For Polly Walnuts, he's the gorilla. You stop, though. Good night, everyone.